like cockerel. Oh, I was like, I was like, cockerels are that little dog. <laughs> are you a rat or something? Welcome to the cop on, where we make sense of things you probably don't care about, with the hefty side of lukewarm social critique. I'm Lucy, and don't date me. I make tea lights out of my earwax. I'm Ash, and. Oh, you think the ick is your ally? But you merely adopted the ick. I was born in it, moulded by it. I'm Julia, and my dating life is ick bingo. And my card's almost full. So today we're going to be talking about the the ick. Yeah, the ick was really popular on Twitter a few months ago, but um, as you know, we haven't been the sharpest on um, trends or actually recording any episodes. (laughs) So, but it is still a pandy. And I don't like the short terms for it, but I do like pandy. Pandy, I like Hanny Sanny. I'm into Hanny Sanny's a good one. Oh, wait, the pandemic. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. And I was like, what's a pandy? <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's because like sometimes when I'm talking about it in a serious manner, I'm really happy to say pandemic because it should be given that. But then when you're talking about like the smaller, annoying parts of the pandy, you just want to call it the pandy. Oh, I like the trend of just not calling it a pandemic, but other words that start with P, like it's a pandemonium <laughs> or it's like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A something, something like I, I parcel think I like motel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Usually this is the part of the episode where we'd have a catch up, but I just would be greatly surprised if we had anything to catch up on. Yeah, I just I've st- I'm at the beginning of the pandy. I was much better being like, let's do calls and let's catch up. And I'm like, everything that happened to me in April is the same thing that's happening to me now. I have nothing to update you on. (laughs) I think this lockdown has been the hardest. I've kind of just given up on everything, especially because there's no real end in sight to it at all. Um, I'm losing my birthday again. I'm exactly where I was like in March last year which is kind of weird to think about. Um, I don't even want to talk to any of my friends. I mean, it was like, I don't want to be here at all. No, listen. Um, yeah, it, there's nothing to catch up on because life has just lost all meaning. So It's true. But even on your point of, I don't want to be here at all, and I'm not making light of anything, any suicidal feelings at all. But lately I've been really struggling not to just say out loud, I wish I was dead. I, I'm not trying to be ungrateful for the life I've been given or anything, but it's just like, it feels horrible to put in all this effort to the day-to-day life. And it must be all worse for people who actually do things to help in the pandy. So frontline staff. Whereas I mostly just sit at my desk and try really hard not to just burst out in a meeting. I wish I was dead. <laughs> I just, it's so taxing to get up and wash your hair and go pretend that you really like what I got nine months out of walking. I'm sick of it now, by the way. <laughs> Genuinely. I loved my walks every day. I tried to go for a walk last week where it's like, fuck walking. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering. Walking's then. for suckers. Yeah, it's it's just kind of hard, especially when you just, you get up, as you said, you get up, you sit down at your little office desk in your home. Like you don't leave yeah. your house. In my then... bedroom, the place where <laughs> I sleep. And then you get up from that desk and you go to your kitchen or from like I'm in the kitchen and then you go back to sleep and you maybe you'll go outside. I mean, there was a point where I didn't leave the house for a solid six days because I said, what is out there for me? Nothing. I will just stay in here where there is television. Um. So, yeah, I just just let us have something like, please, just please just let us have something. Yeah, I was struggling a lot. And then we fostered dogs. And honestly, that's made quite a difference. <laughs> Highly recommend if you can and are responsible enough <laughs> is to get puppies. Puppies are great. And they just sit in our little office with us all day. Yeah. Although yesterday I was, because I was working in the later shift and all of the, the, everyone left the house to go to the shop and stuff like that. And my housemate, who, who's actually like the foster mom, is their favorite. And when she left, Whiskey, one of them was just like, something is deeply, deeply wrong. And so I had to spend like 20 minutes just like holding her. <laughs> oh, it was so cute. But I was also like, I have work to do. <laughs> I want someone to spend 20 minutes holding me. Yeah, that's that's it. Just give us March 5th. Everyone gets 20 minutes to be held. To be held. Anyway, no more pandy talk. Let's talk about the ick. Okay, so what? Okay, I think for the place I first saw the ick was on Twitter. It was a thread by a lady and she was like, what are things that give you the ick about men? 
And it was just a list of like ridiculous things like when a man has a stapler at home. <laughs> Do you remember that list? And it was just, I was like, this is a, this feels a bit, I was like, I am man-hating at the best of times, but even this feels like very much for me. Why would you, why, what's the issue with staplers? They, she was like, oh, it's just a bit, you know. I was like, is it? Is it gay to have a stapler? I mean, I I don't, I'm just like, I'm so mind blown. Also, <laughs> like, the gayer my things. boyfriend is, the better. Truly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight men are just an inconvenience that exists. Yeah. <laughs> I don't offer them. <laughs> they are bestowed upon me. Yeah, I think Twitter was where I discovered the ick as well. Um, it, but it was just some girl talking about, like, she'd been on a date and she'd experienced the ick. Like, not as in, like, we're going to talk about the ick. She was like, this is, like, an anecdotal thing that just happened to me. And then I was like, what is that? And I looked more into it and I was like, <gasps> I'm watching my dating life just, like, flash before my eyes. Um, I first heard it where, I think it was first coined, Love Island. I'm a big Love Island fan. Um. So I remember hearing it then and being like, oh, that's what it's called. I just thought it was like the cringy feelings that you suddenly get out of nowhere. Um, I didn't know it like it had a, a name. And now it does, Um, which I, I like the name The Ick. I think it like describes it perfectly well. I think it's it's a good name. Yeah, I fully I agree. I think it's a great name. Yeah, I think it's kind of perfect. It's like serious enough that it explains what it does without being really serious. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that origin story. So a lot of people credit it to the 2017 episode of Love Island where um, Olivia Atwood, while describing her relationship with Sam Gowland, um, says that she had the ick. So like ick and icky are like obviously things that <laughs> I feel like it's weird saying ick, ick and icky um, <laughs> have been used for a really long time to say like gross. But the ick is Olivia Atwoods and Olivia Atwoods only. And um, as our resident Love Island historian, can you describe the relationship and why he gave her the ick? So I think it was, Sam is fine. Actually, I don't really like him. He's now dating um, your one from Winter Love Island um, who tried to make that word, you know, the surfer one? Who then accused oh, Lucy you Lucy on... Donnelly. Yeah, so now he's dating her. Who, and I hate her. Like she's Donnelly, Donnelly. She's a bitch. She tried to accuse you one day of like bullying her and stuff. And it's just ridiculous. Anyway, um, he's kind of, I guess, maybe not your typical kind of Love Island guy. He's a bit shorter and um, a bit skinnier, like not as muscly. Um, and I think he just kind of tried a bit too hard with her and like tried to really be like, oh, I like you so much and you're sexy and you know and as we know that can be a real turnoff for women if you're like too full on um so she didn't like him Olivia was a bit mm -mm, anyway then she started dating Chris and that was all on and off and then she dated Mike Muggy Mike um and that that whole stuff started so I mean I don't know I don't really like her but she comes up with good naming of things of, co- of concepts. Thank you, Ash. That is a pretty robust explainer. Um, so, yeah, this lady called Hayley Quinn, I think it was for Metro, said that the ick is a dating... I think she was a psychologist. No, dating expert. Okay, she's a dating Cosmopolitan. Expert. It was for Cosmo. I saw the same yeah. one on um, Thingy. I think it must have just been um, redistributed across the publications. Or she's just the go-to gal for this. Um, so, yeah, the ick is a dating term. That means you get a sudden cringe feeling when you have romantic contact with someone and then you're kind of like automatically put off for them sometimes it's that like straight away you're like ew get away from me I can't touch you stop it can happen really early on but it can happen in the later stages when you just you know you know when you just kind of fall out of love and then you watch them like put food in their mouth and you're like I can't believe you just put food in your mouth that way so I think that's a good explanation explanation so I think that's a good explanation. So it can be like, so I suppose it can kind of be like, I have always associated with the way that people do things. Yeah, yes, for me, it's much more behavioral than like things that have been said and stuff like that. It's just like, so they'll move in a certain way and I'm like, Ugh! it's just their whole being. Like, I've never been like, oh, that one thing that you like is cringy or that one thing you do. It's like their whole being. And it's like, how did I not 
noticed this before, but the way you move, the way you say words, the way you look at me, it's just cringy and I'm repulsed by you. And it sounds so mean because most of the it time... It does sound so, it sounds so mean, but it is how you feel. Yeah, and a lot of the time, you know, these guys have been nice. I mean, there hasn't been anything explicitly wrong with them apart from I'm just inherently repulsed by everything that they do. <laughs> You are embarrassing and I hate you. That's how I, that's what's happened with me too. I've just been like, I find literally like maybe it'll happen where I notice one thing and like they just seem really keen on. I remember one time. OK, I've sometimes had not full ick where like I liked someone enough to go past it. But I remember someone was really into this Irish musician and I kind of used to tweet them. And I was like, I don't think I can be with them. Like that was just it. my immediate thought was this one stupid thing. I was like, no, that's the end for me. <laughs> and it was it wasn't the end. But like sometimes it starts with something small like that. And then very quickly it develops into everything you do is embarrassing. And if I'm seen with you, it will ruin my street cred for life. And it's not worth a romantic entanglement, which is very mean. <laughs> yeah, I remember going on one date with a guy and he showed up in like, a, a like weirdly multicolored shirt but in a way that wasn't working and with a popped collar and a chain like quite a thick chain and I was like no <laughs> no <laughs> we are this is done <laughs> that is ick yeah it was <laughs> mega like, he must have like a record for like the fastest the ick feeling it ever inspired in a woman like I looked up and was like oh there's no feelings here <laughs> Oh, that sounds horrible though. I'm imagining it for some reason like a bowling shirt. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like think bowling shirt and Hawaiian shirt put together. Oh, but with, no. But the color pattern was like that sort of 70s muted like oranges and blues. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Tucked in with a weird belt. Oh. And like... I don't really care about fashion that much, but this was too much. Too much. It's the popped collar for me. Like, no. No one needs to pop their collar. You don't. You don't. And chain. <laughs> and chain. With like a little bit of chest hair. Oh. Bless him. I think you kind of touched on it there where you were saying about how them being keen is a real is a really big thing because I, I feel like that was something that always turned me off someone if they were super keen but I wasn't then the keener they were the more I was like oh no you are icking me out like if you play hard to get I'm gonna fall in love with you but as soon as you show me interest that's ick factor number one which is insane it's mind-blowing it's not that's what the one that everybody has that's the when you look at it online everyone's like when they're too keen and I'm the exact same for me, when someone shows literally a modicum of interest in me, I'm like, that's disgusting. I, and like, I have had self-esteem problems and I am working on them, but not from the get-go. You need to be really coy for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> a year. Pretty but much. also, from what I know of you, that completely tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I have to date people who don't like me. As soon as anyone shows interest, I'm like, get away. For me, it's on dating apps because that's where, like, especially in the last year, I spent yeah. most of my time. Um, it's when people like start the conversation, and be like, "You're so beautiful," and I'm like, "I could be catfishing you." Yeah, like I don't look like this in real life. These are just well angled photos. So you do look like, like that. You are a really I, beautiful woman, Julia. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. But also, there are definitely photos up there that I'm like, "This is re on a really like good day. We've got good lighting. Like everything has worked for me." Because that's what you do. But like people yeah. who are just like you're really beautiful, and I'm like, okay, like I'm sure we'll the, be together thirty years based on my beauty alone. I'm like. I like I know we're attracted to each other because we both swiped on each other. So come at me with something new. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair. Absolutely totally fair. That's I don't know. There's some Do you know what gives me the ick? People who are shallow. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've like for me that's big big the ick. Like if someone's like, "Yeah, it's that thing. I I got the ick for this really handsome guy because he kept just being like, you're so beautiful. And this sounds like, a, I think I've told this story on the pod before. Only one person has ever thought I'm really beautiful. Um, but he was so, so handsome. And he was like, you're so beautiful. And I just want to kiss you all the time. And I was like, bleh. 
there. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, I understand. Because then that just shows that they're interested just for your looks. And I'm going to age and I could get attacked by a dog or fall into a vat of acid. And then are you going to leave me because I don't have a face? Yeah, true. It's like that that internet meme where it's like, would you love me if I was the leaf? <laughs> Babe, would you still be offering me if I was the caterpillar? To play devil's advocate here for a second, I'm going to refer to an article on pedestrian.tv by Melissa Mason, who claims that the ick isn't real <laughs> and that it is in fact just our impatience as a generation because if we, we have like instant gratification from phones and if like things... So basically in her words, she's like, uh, the thing with relationships is they grow. They don't just magically sprout into phenomenal intimate love fests. So when you look at the ick through the lens of us being impatient bastards, what you really see is people who can't wait for their feelings to develop normally. And the ick is us realizing that people are human beings. And I'm like, ah, I get you to a point. But also the ick is real. I think she's right 99.9% of the time. Because as I said, remember that one time I had the ick and kind of pushed through. It does work. And I do agree with her. I think 99. I think if everybody who had the ick pushed through 50% of those relationships would happily continue at least. I know I just said 99 and then switched to 50. I understand. So her statement makes sense, I guess, most of the time for people who are just starting off in relationships. But I've heard of people who get the ick like three years into a relationship and suddenly the person that they're with, they can't stand. And you've already worked through everything you've pushed and all of a sudden... You wake up and the person next to you is just repulsive, which terrifies me. I think sometimes the ick is a response that your body is taking because you haven't seen all the red flags yourself. Like hot take, the ick is for dummies. So like if someone's in a three year relationship and they're like there have been loads of normal red flags. Like he's like, yeah, don't worry. Just don't wear that skirt. And she's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and then eventually you wake up and you're like, oh, every time I look at you, I want to vomit. It's because your body's like, yeah, you weren't listening to the brain. The it kind of like happened pre-Love Island on TV though. There is that episode of Friends when um, Monica's dating the younger guy and she finds that he's literally a senior in high school. And then she freaks out about it. Uh, and describes it as icky however however she should is it the ick if you should have that feeling yeah that's a good point i think probably not but i think it just it describes like the it's not the ick because you should have that feeling but it describes i think it's the same feeling of being like oh i can't believe that happened uh sex in the city is a show built on icks I would argue <laughs> just people like getting people until they have the ick and then fecking off. Um, and Carrie has like questionable icks. She ends up with a guy because he's bisexual, <laughs> which I'm like, mm, interesting choice. Biphobia on TV is a thing. I've seen that happen. Oh I think yeah. I've seen that happen in more than one thing. Like there's very much like an anti-bi it's, it's like, you know, the, all the shows had like the joke about someone dating a trans woman. Yeah. Yeah. Biphobia and anti-transness is just rife within sitcoms. Um, she also ends with, with a guy because he has ADHD, but like specifically because he doesn't have the attention span to pay attention to her the way she wants to. Which I think is, that's a valid uh, reason to dump someone. Not, but it's because he has ADHD. Yeah, but if his ADHD manifests as him not being able to give her enough attention, they ain't right for each other. Let him move on. Let her move on. Mm, disagree. Um, Why? Do you, want, do you think that everyone with ADHD is entitled to a relationship? No, but I think it's like, you, that's something you could talk about, I suppose. Because like, she... <laughs> it's not in this episode, so I don't know how she handles <laughs> it. Because what actually happens is she realizes that the reason he sort of plays a lot of instruments is because he like picks one thing up and then drops it, picks another thing up and then drops it, blah, blah, blah. So she's afraid he'll drop her. And so she's like preempting being like, this is what's going to happen to me. And so there is no longevity here. (laughs) I'm like, hmm, a chat would be nice. Uh, Charlotte is dating a guy who's known for giving really good head. And then she watches him eat a fig and he's really like trying to do it quite like suggestively and then she's like can't get this with this person anymore and also can't be around figs double lick i kind of understand that like if someone in front of me suggestively ate yep. something and like looking at me and icky I- i'd be like 
That's ick. Ick, ick, ick. Yeah. I suppose maybe if it's like Harry Styles and the watermelon when he's like squeezing it all over himself, that's fine. <laughs> that's because it's Harry Styles. <laughs> Very true. I I wouldn't do, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Har- Harry Styles would give me the ick because those are outfits I would wear. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> are you jealous? Yeah. Or you don't want to be matching? I don't know. Like, I, yeah, you don't really want to be a matcher, do you? Or if you're going to be a matcher, you have to go at it hardcore and really like tailor it. Make sure that it's bang on. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's offensive to say tailor it when you're talking about Harry Styles because they've been broken up a few years, Julia. Oh, God. He's now dating um, Olivia, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Wild. She needs Wait. To, she's too old for him. Yeah. Isn't she like mm-hmm. older? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has two kids with... Jason Sudeikis I feel really bad for Harry Styles because it's obviously it must be like a really weird okay we know that he Caroline Flack was with him I don't want to say dated was with him when he was underage and I still think what happened to her is horrible Mm -hmm. but it's not spoken about enough that that happened so obviously he might be okay with older women because that was what happened in his formative years maybe but what age is he now he's our age right Ish. Yeah. I think he's 26. Oh, fuck's sake. Younger than me. And talented and doing well. Much, much older than <laughs> That's me. That's the ick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's a big ick. <laughs> much, much older. I'm small baby with perky tits. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I think that there's probably a lot to unpack there that um, that is not, not what we're going to do on this episode yeah, yeah. we are not qualified to unpack that we also I suppose it could count as slander so please ignore anything we say that sounds like we're saying it definitively because we're not um, yeah we don't know anything we know nothing I know nothing Jon Snow um, I've never watched Game of Thrones um, there's the really famous episode of How I Met Your Mother the glass shattering episode Yes. You know when you're dating someone and then you see a gla- like when Lily's choosing to say she honestly sounds like she is a piece of machinery. That for me would be an end. That would be an ender. I have that misophonia shit. I said that. So oh, weird. my sister has that, and I love to chew really loudly right beside her face. It's great fun. No, it's not funny. It makes me. I will. It's not funny, Julia. Uh, no, I'm serious. I'm not. Oh, I know. Because- I only do it to her. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So like Lily's really does that. Loads of people sing and blah blah blah. Robin overuses the word literally. So it's actually a really good representation of the ick because it's just silly things. But also, how about your mother is uh, horrifically problematic. <laughs> yeah. But with that episode, it's not that even... It's not that the people that are dating them realize it. They have to be told by other yeah. people. And that's when they realize it. So it's kind of that they're willing to overlook it because they don't notice it. But as soon as someone points it out, then they get the ick. So it's like forced ick. It's, it's imposed. It's imposed ick. <laughs> if no one mentioned it, would they still have gotten the ick? Would they have noticed it? I mean, Marshall was with Lily for how many years? And he never noticed that she chewed really loudly. Is it maybe that the ick is the antithesis to love? So you're only in love for as long as you don't have the ick. Ooh. <laughs> That's deep, man. I think the best pop culture... Okay, best might be a shape, but the ones that I'm aware of is the Scrubs episode where JD is like going after Elliot constantly, constantly, constantly. Like, this is the only woman I will ever love. I want this woman, blah, blah, blah. Makes... Well, doesn't make her, but like convinces her to break up with her boyfriend. And then they go to the engagement party for... um, Or the... It's like the wedding, I think, of Turk and Carla. And the minute that he like has her and she's like, you have me. He's like, I don't want her. And he's just like, you can see it. He's like, doesn't want her touching him. Like, it's just kind of like, don't want her. Like, now that I have her, don't want her. Like, that's well done. It was really good. And isn't that the one where, isn't that the one where the episode before it's the dreaming of you by the chorale? Yes, I think. Yes, I think you could be right. Yeah. Great show altogether. It is really good. And we're kind of lucky in our end because I think the original music is on the channel for Scrubs, but Scrubs is being put on Disney Plus. So if you're um if you want to hear it with the original music, watch it on Channel 4 because they still have the licensing, I believe. If you oh. want to yeah. It's only Hot up to tip. season 
Yeah, because I listened to the Scrubs podcast for my sins. Also, Zach Braff is an untalented swine and Donald Faison is this amazing and multi-talented man. And for some reason, Zach Braff's like, welcome to the Scrubs podcast. I'm like, shut up, Zach Braff. I have, Zach Braff would give me the ick. Do you know what gave me the ick off Florence Pugh? <laughs> Zach Braff. Dating. Really? I, think, I, like, I fancied her so much and then I was like, that's so embar- That's so horribly embarrassing that you've done this. I think this is the third or fourth time in this podcast that you have referenced the fact that Zach Braff and Florence mm-hmm. Pugh are together and that you're disgusted by it. I just, <laughs> until they end, as people need to, people need to be made aware of this issue. I will be setting up a GoFundMe. <laughs> I just, I like, I just, I, you know how I feel about it. We all do. The world knows. The world knows. I feel like I talk about it all the time. Okay. So. Great example. Speaking of examples, have you ever had Zeek? Many a time. Too many times to count, but I'm going to just share with you some of my favorite stories. Uh, Something I hate, 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 hate is people who act impressed about things that aren't impressive because it's like, it's a a combination of things. It's A, I think they want them, you to think that they think that you're great which fair enough but I think it's also that they want you to think that they're of like some sort of like on some sort of level and oh you're on this level too and my specific story for this I think I may have spoken about this before is uh, I went on a date and we were t- I was with a guy we've been talking on tinder for a while he was pretty funny smart cool and we were talking about like history or whatever and we were talking about specifically world war Two and the various points that the various plans the Nazis had to deal with what they termed the Jewish problem, which is obviously very grotesque. And then I mentioned something about the Madagascar plan, which basically the Germans wanted to ship all of the Jewish people to Madagascar and the Brits wouldn't let them. I mean, that would have been a better plan than what they did. It actually wouldn't have because they would have died in Madagascar because they wouldn't have been used to the... um, the disease and stuff that were there. They wouldn't have been inoculated. There has been studies... (laughs) post my bad I'm not a historian Um, (laughs) but he leaned back in his chair like folded his arms and like gave me this like sort of like sexy kind of smile like smile and was like and said and I quote you know about the Madagascar plan and I was like get away from me get away from like because prior to this I had been like history was my degree and I did a lot of world war two yeah and you did half a masters (laughs) on war so like bite me so I really did not like that I seem to have like a post-traumatic ick of three-piece suits because there was one guy that I knew that wore them religiously and could not stand him and most recently I was talking to a guy online who he did like part-time modeling and so he did like had a lot of three-piece suits and then when I was like looking through his like Instagram and stuff like that he was wearing it like out to the pub in the supermarket but like three-piece suits and a cane Oh yeah! Oh, no, this person also uh, told me that when like, oh, we're working from home. He was like, yeah, I work naked. That's not true. That has to just be a lie. Um, it is true because he sent me a photo once. That during oh, the workday, no. and he was just like sitting at my laptop, like doing my work hard. That's not convenient. Ew. I was like, I Ew. don't want to talk to you anymore. Did he try typing? Proceeded. I don't know but he would be like naked on calls with clients like not video calls obviously but like and I was just like I would I would find that I would not be no I have things and thoughts to say about that it's also really cold at the moment (laughs) also facts but also like what are you sitting on ew like are you just sitting on your couch I just don't agree with getting your bum germs everywhere because even no me neither you have to be cleaning your arse like every 20 seconds to not have bum germs yeah Get your bum germs uh, off the couch. Um. Also, this is my last one that I have for now. Um. Was seeing a guy went on like three dates. Things were great. Went back to his, and then he was like, like we were just chatting, and he kind of like lunged on me, and I was like, all right, cool. We're gonna have some fun, and he just like placed his hand on my boob for twenty minutes and didn't do anything with it. Wait, was he still? Hang on, sorry, I have loads of follow up questions to this one. <laughs> was, he, was he still kissing you? Yes. Okay, that, at least that. And he just placed his hand on your boob. But like, just like very Flat. lightly. Just hand on boob. Didn't move it at all. Also didn't move Weird. himself. And the kissing was quite mechanical. 
was there was a lot going on and I was just like mm, I'm not into this anymore please go away I think I'd but actually I'm got, in your house you've described, you've described this I think I'd like it you absolutely would not I guarantee you <laughs> I just like one hand on titty but like I know not doing anything that's so weird not doing anything for 20 minutes it's a very long time yeah maybe he was trying to be respectful and he was waiting for you to escalate it I tried to escalate it and, he just and then he would just go back. back to putting hand yeah oh, that's so funny <laughs> yeah Men, I hope he's doing well <laughs> I feel like the only response to people like this are I hope he's doing well um, my biggest story and I really like this person so I don't want to tell this story but it's still funny because of how because of it because of it someone I knew in secondary school we tried to do smoochy bits in secondary school didn't Knew them in college. Then he was like, do you want to go for a drink? And I was like, yeah, because he was, he's still so handsome, so smart, perfect, so kind, absolutely amazing, would be perfect for me. And we go on each time we go on three dates. And on the third date, he goes, <laughs> the first time on the third date, he goes, yeah, sometimes I eat food from the supermax bins. And I was like, like, for, like old food. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> And I was a bit like, I still, I was like, okay, I'm on a date and I've known this guy a really long time. He's a friend of mine. So he like went in for a smooch and I was like later on in the night and I was like, yeah, okay. And then after I just kept thinking, these are the lips that ate the old Supermax food. I have a question. (laughs) Yes, go on. Is he, is it like he's going through the bins and he's taking out full chips and stuff like that? Like kind of like dumpster diving or is it like he's just picking no, random. no, only, f- only full or fuller items. So they've like they're in a wrapper. Not clear. Okay. Not, not clear if they always were. Mm. I think yes. <laughs> I think yes on that one. But anyway, so fool me once, you know. Later on, a few years later, so he was kind of we're both kind of younger at the time. And people say weird things on dates when they're younger. It's not something you're as used to. So later on, we go, we meet up for a drink as friends. And then it's quite clear that it's actually not as friends. So we're chatting away. We're having a great time. He does make a comment that confused me where he was like, I kind of like girls who don't wear makeup. And this was like in my phase of wearing like a lot of makeup. But I was like, do I do I tell him? I was like, I could wipe a finger along my face and have like and use that to ice a cake. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, well, I'll just leave him because he, he must know better than me if he always knows when girls aren't wearing makeup. Um, Yeah. So then we we're having this really nice time. We kiss and it's great. And I'm like, oh, this is actually so nice. Then we're talking. We go on another day and he goes, yeah, sometimes in this popular Dublin fancy bar, I just pick up glasses and just start drinking from them. No. 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 Like when the night's over, to be fair. Not that that makes it any better. No. Not that makes it, you see how I'm trying to justify it even now? But like, what? No, no, no. I will just no. say Ash. that I have done that. <laughs> Maybe more than I've been proud not at to this say big that age. I've done that. You know, not when you're really drunk. Age. No, okay, not now, but definitely when I was like really early 20s. Ash. Um, I would... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Do you know what my problem is? Not the fact that he did it, the fact that he told me about it. (laughs) I wouldn't tell people because I was not proud of it. It was more so I'm really drunk and the bar is closed. And I'd actually even do it before the night is over. (laughs) Like if someone just like leaves a pint there, I'm going to take it. Okay. I'm a broke student. Fuck you. Well, you don't leave your pints unattended. Um, but I wouldn't admit to it at that time on a date. I'll admit to it now because now I yeah, would never do but it. Can you but, imagine you know. being on a date and saying it to someone? I was like, Ig, because otherwise he's date. so perfect. He's so perfect. Oh, uh, no, I'm, yeah. Mm. It's the the thing that is like so repulsive of that, though, is the fact that he's proud of it because you wouldn't mention it on a date unless you're no, proud of it and why are you I proud know of this well, as mentioned this has been like a 10 year ongoing will they won't they situation and like th- after that time I was like are you proud of it and he's like no <laughs> then stop doing it <laughs> I, don't know, like, I don't know man did he, he say why he did it 
man, he's one of those wiki. We, 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 he's one of those like weird people. You know, my favorite type of people. Like true. He studied that very specific. I'm trying to keep this a little bit vaguer, but if he listens to this, he knows it's him. Um, he studies like an art that's a science. He studied philosophy. I'm not sure why he's being this vague. He's a, <laughs> I'm not sure why I thought that would protect his privacy. <laughs> oh, God. What about you, Ash? Any icks? I I was trying to think um, when we were preparing for the podcast of any like actual icks that I was like, okay, I could pinpoint this is the thing. But the only thing that I keep coming back to all throughout college, any guy that I dated literally any of them and there was a lot that's just a nice way of saying that I slept around in college once they showed me the tiniest bit of interest like the the tiniest bit that was my cue to leave because suddenly them liking me was icky and everything they did was just I was embarrassed by everyone that I ever got with in college and I think maybe one or two of them actually listened to this and I'm sorry but I was embarrassed to be around you in college and I don't know why it would just automatically happen out of nowhere I could be like seeing someone for three weeks it's all well and good and then I just kind of realize that they're into me and so therefore I don't like them anymore and the only guys that I did like were the ones who who didn't like text me as often or who were kind we're of like, like borderline like, emotionally abusive <laughs> so apart from I met my boyfriend when I was 21 so I was still in college and I had just broken up with someone because I'd gotten the ick just because everything they did was icky and I've seen him for three weeks and I was like this is it this is the three-week limit I'm gonna get ick off him and then I didn't and now seven years later we're still together I think that the ick, that that thing you've described, Ash, where you get the ick really quickly within three weeks is a direct result of low self-esteem. Thank you. <laughs> no, <'cause> I, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, because I had it too. I, I think that's true. Experience. I think it's like, you're like, well, they're going to get to know me really soon. So, and your body's like, Oh, okay, get up the barriers, and your body's like, okay, you are now bone dry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, do you think that if you get the ick, do you tell the person you're ending the ending with? No, you don't tell. Oh, like, I'm so sorry, but I just got the ick. I'm so, so sorry. what do you say? I find you horribly embarrassing. That would damage them for life. Well, what do you say? But like, the ick is also just like I just I'm not can't. Feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, that's fair. it. You don't say, you don't say the ick. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> so I got kind of lucky one time when I got the ick. I had been seeing this guy and we were friends as well. And this had been going on for a long time. And anyway, we decided to make a go of it. It had kind of gotten to the stage where I was like, nope, I'm repulsed by you. I just don't want to be with you in this way. And I was thinking about how to say it to them. And then I didn't go out one night. And two of my friends did, and he did. And he ended up kissing one of my friends, or I think my friend ended up kissing him. And so then I went to his house and was like, that's the reason that I'm ending things with you. Even though I didn't care that that person had kissed them because I wanted to end things with them anyway. And that person just delivered me a gift by kissing them. So I could use that as a reason to end them. Very convenient. Mm very very convenient you kind of wish for that don't you or that they just suddenly know the feeling with the ick is that you're like well they're not bad and I'm not bad so the only solution is that one of us dies <laughs> do you ever get that in your head you're like oh I wish I was in a horrible accident instead of having to break up with you that would no. be nicer <laughs> yeah this is goes on to our list again of like things that we should monitor Lucy <laughs> Reason not to be surprised why I if I do think loads of you uh, lovely listeners um, got into um, the ick, the ick had the, have had the ick so you submitted them and now we will read them uh, in this very innovative segment that no podcast does. Uh, so was newly single at the time was talking to this guy for like a month finally met up for a coffee. Halfway to the day, he was like, let's go look in this shop. Turns out it was because his mom works in the shop and he wanted to introduce me to her halfway through the first date. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. 
that how feels, awful it's horrible and it feels made up but i just i don't think it is <laughs> I no wish it this was. listener i asked for more details from this listener because i was like you have to tell me how this ended and basically the guy kept being like let's go on another date and she just kind of ghosted him and then she would post pictures of like her hanging out with her mates on instagram and he followed her and he would like respond to those pictures on the story and being like oh so you're gonna hang out with them but not hang out with me <laughs> what oh, that's so oh so massive bullet dodged let's yeah. be real i know but i reckon it, you kind of feel bad for him because he was probably like oh she definitely is just very busy <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but dude number one the entitlement and number two how can you not see that trying to introduce someone to your mother on the first date is an issue oh because apparently he also kept texting her being like my mom really liked you <laughs> oh no no yeah uh some other icks people have come in with is um the non-stop self-deprecating jokes which fair like uh, self-deprecating jokes are good but if it's consistent then you're like do you like yourself at all how am i supposed to like you if you don't like you <laughs> i i'm i take this one personally because that that might be why i'm not in stuff that often i'm like hey let's go on a date i got big titties but everyone hates me <laughs> at least you have preface it with big titties yeah um, another one is being rude to cashiers or waitstaff. Um, that's a big, absolutely that's a big ick for even people. Is that, that an ick or is that just like don't date mean people? Yeah, because I was gonna eh, say both. That's even a thing for friends. Like if I am gonna be a friend with someone and they do that, I'm not gonna be your friend. Like that's just like a moral of life or something, or like a standard, yeah, a life mean. standard. <laughs> No, you're so right. I, if one of my friends was rude to a cashier, I'd be like, "You think it's okay to talk to people that way?" I'm going to talk to you like that, you piece of yeah. shit. Exactly. <laughs> you talk to me like that all the time, actually. You talk to each other like that all the time. No. No. Yes. She's, um, <laughs> this is like Taskmaster and she's Greg Davis and I'm little Alex Horn. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'll take that. Having... <laughs> I'll take that, actually. Because that's well, just she's tall. <laughs> she's a big, tall woman. But someone said, personal hygiene. Can't believe I even have to say it. And I feel like this one might be about me. No, it's not. Because <laughs> I know who sent it. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes, you know, there's like, yeah, you want to be 100% clean some days, but some days you're not going to be. And I feel like if someone loves you, they should put up with that. I agree. I think this is probably not referring to that and referring to more drastic measures of being like, do you ever share it? You know when someone you know? has, you know when I like, got a first date when you could actively smell BO, you're like, no, this is the date where you do anything, anything yeah. to not smell like BO. Yeah, this is, this is the standard that I'm expecting you to fall from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I need you to at least have like aimed for as much of a hundred percent as possible. Someone else, and this is, I think probably my favorite one that came in is first time after sleeping with this guy and he prayed for forgiveness. <laughs> Like, is that could you tr- imagine? Is this real? I think so. Like, right there and then, like, hopped out the bed on the knees, praying to God. I like to imagine that they, he literally just, like, pulls out of her and then gets right into prayer hands. <laughs> but it's like that episode in Sex and the City when, um, who is it, Miranda, sleeps with a guy and every time they have sex, immediately after, like, he comes and then he just jumps in the shower to wash himself off. Because he's like, ugh, sex. So sex is like that though, let's be honest with ourselves. You shouldn't <laughs> well, he really does like... it because of Catholic guilt. So Yeah, and we don't have that at all. <laughs> um, another one is when they look right into your eyes after they laugh to make sure that you're laughing. That's just creepy behavior. Full on creepy behavior. I'm trying to think like I don't understand this one. So I have more context, because this is my housemate. <laughs> and she was dating a guy who um, or she went on a date with this guy and like he like something funny would happen or else he'd crack a joke and he'd react to it like and so it wasn't necessarily like a joke between the two of them I think it was like if we're watching something and something's funny or something outside of our dynamic has happened he'd like kill himself laughing and then turn and stare at her to be like are you also laughing at this oh. thing that I find funny like it's not like I've made a joke and I'm looking at you because that's how we normally have conversation it was like this thing has happened outside of us and now I want to make sure that you're laughing as hard as I am that's so that's so (laughs) weird there's definitely it's like I definitely know it from like showing someone a YouTube video that I think is cast um but like outside of that I don't think that's okay (laughs) I agree um 
this one I really liked. Being a Tory, thinking COVID is a hoax, not wearing socks, calling their ex mental or crazy. Those are all totally fair. Like I can't, I can't fault any of those. That is, red although flag if it's, central. it really is. I, I definitely call all my exes mental and crazy. But I don't. I like to throw up a few red flags so they're not surprised when I'm evil in the future. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> Use Gotta your use red them in. Flags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use your red flags as a slap. Another one we have was uh was seeing a fella and he pointed out his head was small and a weird shape. Guy <laughs> just shot himself in the foot. <laughs> Why would you point that out? Why? Like I don't know. I have an abnormally large head. I measured it and it's five centimeters larger than the average woman's head. I don't tell people that I'm gonna possibly date about my large head. They find that out later. They find it out instantly. Your head is huge. <laughs> Not if I conceal it well with hair. I can't wear hats because they don't fit my head. <laughs> I'm When you got headphones, they look, you know, when someone has headphones that are too small for them and they're really stretched, that's what you look like with even really big headphones. But my features are big, so it balances out. Your features. You gotta get a, a big titty goth girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to a bit of advice for if you feel the ick. Gerpreet Singh, one of the guys we referenced earlier, but we didn't say his name, but uh, you got to support the POC experts. He said, if you feel the ick, give it some time to think about whether you could put up with the behavior long term. I think that's good advice. The ick is a good reaction and usually the best thing is to trust your gut. I'm not sure if I fully agree there. I think it depends on how good you are at analyzing your own situation. So like, yeah, you need to like I think we're all, we're supposed to trust our guts as people as humans it's like a natural instinct and I think social media and society has pushed us away from that so you need to do the work to be able to like be like my gut gets good readings if that makes sense and if yes. you're there trust your gut but if you're not there then it's definitely worth sitting down and being like okay like I've gotten this feeling is it a pattern um is this, this always happens like after a month of seeing someone when we're getting closer, so do I feel like I'm scared of the commitment? Is that what I'm reading? Blah, blah, blah. It's worth doing that. And then sometimes that'll be the case and then sometimes it might not be. Yeah, um, that's what Hayley Quinn says. So, um, which is so similar to Harley Quinn that every time I have to double take, she was like, the, it can also signify that you are not keen on getting closer to the person. So it's good to self-reflect and go, am I being too picky? Do I just not want someone in your life? And it's totally fine to not want someone in your life. But stop dating people and giving them weird complexes because you don't <laughs> like the way that they, how they breathe through their left nostril only sometimes. I agree with what you said uh, before that sometimes these icks are actually red flags and you shouldn't let them slide because it's actually worrying behavior. Um, it's not just icky. They're just could be in like ridiculous, insane. But sometimes it is just stupid stuff. Or as you said, with the self-esteem things sometimes it's you it's your and like you think that you're not good enough so then you get the ick because you don't want to continue on with this so you do have to look inside um but if people are just rude or generally weird or you're not feeling it it's completely fine to just tell them that you're not feeling it and you shouldn't feel pressured to stay with someone at all so that brings us to um the pivotal part of the cop on which is our cop on segment which is when we give out about things that are silly because copping on means get it together butt heads so my cop on this time uh the rebranding from the plandemic to scamdemic has everyone noticed this what's scam no so okay i maybe i keep up to date with uh, the hoaxers more than i should but you know i'm always like that i just like to keep up to date with what they're doing so they were calling it plandemic for months and months and months and it was always like Oh, this is planned, planned, plandemic, hoax, hoax, hoax. Recently, all the graffiti has changed to scam and they've started calling it scamdemic instead. And I just don't think it was kind of like. It's kind of like the rebrand from Yves Saint Laurent to Saint Laurent. You've been known as Yves Saint Laurent for so long. that It's going to take people so long to get used to. Is it worth it for the rest of your legacy? And that's how I feel about the, the hoaxes calling it scamdemic now. And I also don't understand who's making money from it. Jeff Bezos. But how? Because there's more Amazon packages going out. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is like, his money has gone up by crazy, crazy, crazy monies. 
But that's true of all e-commerce companies. You can pick any e-commerce CEO and they will have made more money. But this definitely fits back into the Are you hoaxers. saying that, so yeah, I was like, Julia, are you saying you're a hoaxer? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I'm not a hoaxer. <laughs> Maybe it is all a scam. It's a weird scam, which doesn't make any sense, but it could be a scam. My cap on this week is the beautiful, beautiful, unsurprising fact that the committee set up by the government on COVID doesn't have any women on it. And disappointed? Yeah, not surprised. Get it together. Cop the fuck on. Get some women in the room. My cop on this week is uh, our lovely Taoiseach, Micheál Martin. Basically, he, I think the name it has changed, but he said earlier in the week that if he was invited to the White House for Paddy's Day, that he would go. Even though we are in the middle of this pandemonium and he keeps coming out telling people that we shouldn't, travel for non-essential reasons and I personally do not think going over to the White House to accept a bowl of fucking grass is an essential reason so cop on you idiot and if you're gonna say that we all stand together we're in this together then you should not hop on a plane and go to America you piece of shit especially during a panda express like this that's it oh oh what a bad week for cop ons anyway all COVID related so if you were going for a bit of escapism you didn't get it from us today (laughs) Our Instagram is at the cop on underscore pod. We'd love it if you follow us because sometimes we do polls and then you can be part of the, the content. Um, and if you go, if the thingy you listen to us on uh, lets you follow us so you can get our hot episodes whenever we feel like making one, you can subscribe. We'd also love it if for Mother's Day, because we're your content mothers, you would give us a review on iTunes with loads of stars um, I think it's called Apple Podcast now and you could give us five stars and you could say these women are so amazing um, and that's the only one we'll accept or you could say these women do not give me the ick oh yeah and, that's a good um, one yeah it's a good one and then we'll give you kisses when the pandemic's over after this goddamn panorama television pitch and put golf <laughs> Join us next week when we record this entire podcast naked and then send you pictures unsolicited. <laughs> okay, maybe if I... <laughs>